Blessed are you, Lord, O King of the Universe. It is a wonderful privilege to hear from you today. Thank you that you are with us, that you're in our midst. So we just want to acknowledge your Holy Spirit and welcome your presence. In Jesus Christ's name, amen. Praise God. I bring you greetings in no other name than the exalted name of our Lord Jesus Christ, our soon coming King. Special welcome to those of you that are tuning in for the very first time. Praise God. We're so happy to have you on board today with us and we believe the Lord that he will bless your lives as you listen to his faithful words. Praise God. A quick reminder for those of you that have a comment or a feedback on today's episode, please leave those comments in the comment section below. All right. So if you're using Apple Podcast, Spotify, or Google Podcast, there is a section on the page. Leave the comments in the review section. And I'm asking this simply because many are reaching out to me personally or sending the feedbacks through other persons to me about their thoughts on the episode. And I appreciate those feedbacks. However, it's best when you leave it here on the platform because those that are tuning in for the very first time will be able to see your comments and have an idea what the discussion is about and that would want to encourage their hearts to listen in. So please go ahead and leave those comments in the comment section below. Help me spread the word that the Lord loves us and he's calling us back to deep intimacy. May the Lord bless us as we do so today. In Jesus Christ's name. May I also point out that my troth is a little bit hoarse, so please forgive me if I don't sound like my usual self. Amen? But I am trying. Alright, so let us just get our hearts prepared today to hear what the Holy Spirit has to say to us through the faithful word of the true and living God. If you are able to please turn your Bibles to Ecclesiastic, we're going to look at chapter 1 and chapter 12. So we're going to read one verse from chapter 1, and then we're going to read a few verses from chapter 12. Amen? Praise God. If you have those Bibles, open them. Praise God and read the word for yourself. Don't take my word for it. 
Amen. Read the Bible for yourself. All right. So I'll give you a few seconds to find those scriptures as we eat from the living bread of life, which is the word of God. Amen. Praise God. Alright, so that's Ecclesiastic chapter 1. We'll read verse 14 and then we'll head over to chapter 12. Verse 14 and it reads, Now, before I begin, I want to um, say to those of us who don't know, but the book of Ecclesiastics was written by a man that is called Solomon, he was David's son. And according to the word of God, he was the wisest man that ever walked the earth. There was none before him and there was none after him. Of course, this excludes Jesus Christ, right? So let's hear what this preacher had to say this wise man, Solomon, had to say about the topic vanity. So he said in verse 14, I have seen all the works that are done under the sun, and behold, all is vanity and vexation of spirit. So he also said in verse in chapter 12 I'll read verse 1 remember now thy creator in the days of thy youth while the evil days come not nor the years draw nigh when thou shalt say I have no pleasure in them verse 7 then shall the dust return to the earth as it was and the spirit shall return unto God who gave it. Vanity of vanities, saith the preacher. All is vanity. And moreover, because the preacher was wise, he still taught the people knowledge. He gave good heed and sought out and set many proverbs. So we're going to go all the way to verse 13 and 14. Let us hear the conclusion of the whole matter. Fear God, keep his commandments, for this is the whole duty of man. For God shall bring every work into judgment, whether it be good and whether it be evil. All right. So God shall bring every work into judgment with every secret thing, whether it be good or whether it be evil. This is the holy word of the Lord Jesus Christ, and we tell him thanks today. Praise God. Praise God. 
And so the word vanity, according to the Oxford Dictionary, it means, number one, excessive pride in or admiration of one's own appearance or achievements. And number two, the quality of being worthless or futile. All right. We have two groups of people in this world. The have and the haves not. All right. So we have two groups of people. Those who have it and those who don't have it. The haves and the have not. That's what we can just narrow it down to. And we live in a time and a generation where by the click of a button, you get access to people's life. Right? Gone are the days when you don't know that you're on the side of lack. You don't know that you are poor. You don't know that you don't have much. Because there wasn't much technology, right? And so, for example, when I was growing up, I couldn't tell what was happening in my neighbor's household, right? I couldn't tell whether or not they had clothes. I couldn't tell whether or not they had shoes or how many pairs of shoes they have. I couldn't tell whether or not they had food on their table nor whether or not they had electricity, so on and so forth. So because of this, you find it that I didn't know that we were poor, right? I, I had no idea that we were poor. Whatever little that we had, for me at the moment, that was enough. It was not until I got exposed to certain lifestyle, I realized that, hey, we were really poor when I was growing up. And so now we live in an, in an age or an age where, or a generation where by the click of a button, we can get access to people's lifestyle. Because there are some persons with social media that like to post literally everything. And so if, they're, if we're eating, we're posting. If we're wearing name brand clothes, we're posting. We have name brand bags and shoes and how many cars and all of that, we're posting. And so now it's easy to know where you lack or what you don't have. Because you're able to see those who have it on social media flaunting it before you. And I'm not talking everybody because some persons are not into social media. But we know that you can simply go on social media and by, by one's lifestyle, you're able to see where you fall short in terms of achievements also we we have this tendency to 
flaunt our appearance. Sorry, our parents mean so much to us. There are those of us who have a lighter skin complexion and we tend to feel or to act as though we are above those with um, a different kind of complexion. Some of us, we have nice, well, all of us have nice hair, but some of us, we have a different type of texture hair and we would act as though we're above those with different types of hair. And these are the things that is happening, especially on social media. And so it's easy to say that based on observation, there are two types of people. There are those who seem to have it all and there are those who don't have it all. People who are on the side of have are those who are the have, right? So they have enough. Oftentimes, sometimes see things different than those who don't have. Again, I'm not talking about the ones who are flaunting these things and are puffed up with pride and self. And so they, they don't care about others and their feelings. But those who would... All right, let me put it this way. Personally speaking, before I got to the place where I have enough, I thought that if, if I had enough, my life would, I would be happy. I thought that, you know, this is the true meaning of life, to be able to provide for myself, to live a stable lifestyle, and, you know, that will, that will make me happy. Of course, because I got exposed to social media, and you find it that being exposed to social media, I would have seen a certain lifestyle that others are living and not out of greed, but you find it that I started to desire wanting to be stable, want to have enough. You know, I grew up experiencing hunger, so of course I would not want to experience that again. I grew up had, having one or, or, or two pair of something and I decided I wanted to have enough so that when I would have my child, my child would not have to um, experience lack the way I did when I was growing up. But when I get exposed to these things and after a time, you start to realize that these things are nothing. They're, they're vanity. And I know that those of us that are, or those of you that are on the side of the have-not or lacking, you would have wondered to yourself, that is you, that that's ungratefulness. Because how could it how could it be that you're in a position now where you have enough and you're saying that that's nothing, or that's not all there is to life? But that's because those who 
have these things oftentimes see things different than those who don't have them. You see, persons who are on the side of have are some persons. We know that these things are vanity. We know that when tribulations and trials and hardship come, these things cannot help. We know that all the money, all the cars, all the food, all the furnitures, all the things that is considered as material things or, or vanity, we are material things. We know that they are all vanity because when real trials and troubles come, these things can't even console us. There's only so much that your money and your assets can do when you're in trouble. When you need an advice, these things can't even give you the advice that you need. And so this is why you would find your favorite celebrities, your favorite social media influencers committing suicide. And oftentimes you wonder, how is it that you could have so much? Some of these persons, they have access to private jets and they're traveling the world, the finest clothes they've wore them. They know what it means to have, I mean, they only sit with the with a certain class people and yet still at the end of it all they commit suicide and this is what the writer in ecclesiastic is saying the writer is saying i have searched all works under the sun you see, Solomon was one of the richest men that ever lived. The wealth of Solomon no man had before nor after him. He had access to the finest goals. He had everything at his disposal. In that time and generation, all that is considered richness and wealth, Solomon had more than he could ever imagine. Yet still, he said, it was all, it is all vanity. Many of us, our best memories are when we we were a child. Before I start experiencing the trauma that I shared with you in season one, some of my best memories was when I was a child because we never had access to so many vanities. We never had the phones, the tablets, the cable, we never had the TVs, we never had all of that. 
the most we had was a radio radio and then after a time we had a TV but the TV was black and white and it was only two station one was called JBC and one was called I think CBM at the time so you had to kind of knock the TV to really see what was happening and you barely could see because it's black and white so you find that most of our time was spent together bonding communicating with each other and so we would sit and make our own toys because we only get toys once a year and that's Christmas and it's one toy you're getting so if you're a boy child you're getting a truck and if you're a girl child you get one dolly one doll and that should last you for the year and so you'll find it that we never had access to these luxury that our children and our youths have today so we used to communicate more, play more, laugh more, and bond more because all we had was each other. But now we live in a world where it's different. Bonding with, with, with each other as a family and as friends is becoming lesser and lesser. The communication is dying. Because even if you're in a room with family and friends, everybody's on a phone or a tablet or watching something on the TV. Nobody have time anymore to bond and to communicate and so on and so forth. Because we're so wrapped up in technology, all these vanity. We're so busy trying to look our best to feel our best and to have our best and this world is now painting vanity as the bigger picture and so by the click of a button we're able to see others and their lifestyle and it caused some of us to can't take our minds out of that place that's all we want to achieve if I could just get this extra degree or if I could just finish this college and if I could just uh, because I, this will this degree will help me to get a, a better job where I can have more money where I could achieve a better lifestyle I could come out of this one room that I'm living in and I could live in a, 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 a how many bedrooms apartment or I could change this car that I'm driving and I could get that car that I see that um, this person on the social media is driving and if I could just upgrade from this car to that car or you know what I want to be able to have more and it's just our minds are so wrapped up in vanity in getting more in having more There's some of us who are on the side of have and we were so proud, as I mentioned before. We act as though we think that our wealth can save us. And these are often the persons that have not yet come to the realization that this is all that they have is just vanity. So they have not yet come to that realization. So they walk around acting as though they're better than others. They treat people as garbage. 
as something that is not valuable to them. Because I have my money, I can buy whatever I want. You can't give me anything that my money can't buy me. So you find it that they don't see the value of people in their lives. They don't see the value of those who care about them. Their head is just wrapped up around their money and their wealth. And they think that everybody is out to get them for their wealth and their money. And so you find it that while they're on their way to the top or they're at the top, they're constantly looking down on others. They might not verbally say these things, but their actions, this is what it is. They treat others as though they're nothing. That's why a lot of persons you see in the homes and it would seem like they have no family or no friends. I'm sorry to say, but some of these people are the same people that when they were in certain position, they did not love and cherish people. They allow their wealth and the vanity that they have to put pride in their hearts to make the, them see themselves above others and better than others, to act as though they are the prize and you need them. They don't need you. You need them because of what they have. So you'll find it that when they get to a, a stage in life where they cannot help themselves, nobody wants to stick around. People just take what they can take and leave them. Oftentimes, some of the same people that they would think that those are the ones that care about them are oftentimes the ones that take everything from them and throw them in, in, in a home and leave them there. It is very sad, but it is the truth. We have to be careful when we're on the side of having, we don't look down on others and treat them a certain way. Because whatever you sow, you will reap. Your money cannot buy you love. It cannot buy you time. It cannot buy you joy and happiness. These things are priceless. But yet some of us that are on the side of having have not yet come to that realization. There's a scripture that tells us that when we leave the earth, there comes a time when our names will be covered in darkness. Once we leave the earth, our names will be covered in darkness. And what this simply means is that after a time, nobody remember you anymore. Your names are forgotten. And so if you're not like persons like, let's say, Marcus Garvey and persons who walked fully in their purpose, that no matter what, generations after generation will come to learn about, you know, this person and how they fulfill their purpose on earth and what they were known for. You will, you will leave this earth and nobody will remember you. Nobody will remember your name. You will be forgotten. So not even your wealth, your vanity, your money will be able to save, um, to, to, to remind anybody about you. After a time, people forget that you exist. 
Amen. And I'm saying all this for those who are on the side of the have not. I want you to understand that you might feel like you're lacking and you need to chase down these things. But they are vanity. We all, when we leave this earth, after time, nobody remember us. Do you know all your ancestors? Because I don't. Their names are not even mentioned to us because the generation before us don't even know them. What makes you think that it will not be the same for you? No amount of wealth will cause anyone to remember you. No amount of vanity will cause anyone to remember you. People usually remember people because of the purpose that they fulfilled in the earth. Ask the sick, they will tell you. Your vanity, the money cannot help you. I remember this testimony of this young lady who shared that she experienced all that life had to offer. She had access to the private jet. She had access to the Louis Vuitton, the Versace. I mean, she traveled the world. She had a closet filled with all kinds of shoes, red bottom and all these brands. She had all the money. She had it all. And one day she found out that she had cancer. And it was at a stage where doctors could not help her. And as she was slowly dying and she sat in her house and all the luxury was just looking back at her, it finally hit her that she thought that because she had all these things, she was a bag of chips and more. It finally hit her that these were vanity because there she was sick, dying, and all her wealth couldn't help her. It couldn't save her. I'm not saying that it's not good to have wealth. I'm not saying it's not good to have material things. I don't believe that we should be poor and remain poor. I don't believe in those things. That's my personal belief. I believe that we must seek to have enough to help others. So if we desire to be rich or to be wealthy, the motive and the one and only motive should be because we want to help others. So I do believe that we should have wealth and we should have, you know, all the things so that we can help those. Because, I mean, if you can't, help yourself or help if you can't help others how are you going to help yourself if you can't help yourself how are you going to help others all right and so i'm not saying that having wealth it is a taboo or anything but we cannot put this desire above our own souls we must ensure that our souls are saved through salvation because all these things are vanity. Your wealth, your works cannot save you. And if it could, it would have saved the Jews. If your wealth and your vanity, your works could save you, it would have first saved the Jews. 
when you stand before thy creator you can't say Lord I have the biggest house on earth I have how many billions of dollars in my account I have 10 cars and yes Lord I did share my stuff with others I did give a one and two person this and that here or Lord I did help others well that is good that you help others but are you saved are you saved did you accept salvation did you accept the Lord Jesus Christ were you baptized in his name did you receive the baptism of his spirit that is what it really boils down to when you stand before the Lord or let me say that's the first thing that matters to God is your souls being saved that is the first thing praise the Lord and so if it could save anybody else it would save the Jews because they are God's elect salvation is where you find true unconditional love and happiness eternally all of us can testify that we experience all kinds of emotions and if we should divide them in two categories it would be happiness and sadness so we get to experience both worlds here on earth what it means to be happy what it means to be sad well when we all die there is two places separate eternally a place where those who die outside of Christ will be in sadness and despair depression loneliness you will be cut off from everything having to do with God and you will experience that feeling without a break without a pause without rest it is eternal torment and those who died inside of Christ and was living according to the Word of God will find themselves in a place where they will experience joy and happiness peace and love forever without rest without a break it will be eternal this is what salvation promises eternal joy eternal happiness eternal peace and so when we die outside of Christ it means that one soul will suffer eternally and so as I end today's episode I want you to take from it a few pointers before you begin to chase after all these things that is in this life before you begin to chase after the wealth and the material things and the vanity first seek he first the kingdom of God and all his righteousness and all things will be added unto you this is Matthew 6 33 so before you start looking about anything else make sure that your soul is in the right place make sure that you have salvation 
because you came into the world without education, without wealth, without riches, without vanity. And you're going to leave them behind. When you die, you can't carry your degrees and you can't carry your jobs and you can't carry your money. You can't carry it with you. You're going to leave them behind because the, the truth is they don't belong to you. They don't belong to you. They don't belong to us. We're only borrowing them. So we will leave them behind. So seek the Lord first. Let that be on the top of your list. Your first priority. Number two, don't forget God. Because we can seek the Lord. We can accept salvation. But as we go along trying to build our own life, some of us, we forget God. Some of us, as soon as we get the wealth and the material things, we forget God. Don't forget God in everything that you do. If you have to lose the house, if you have to leave the car, walk away from the, the luxury, if you have to do that to keep God, to live for God the way his word said that you should, then that's what it was done to. You have to have a mindset that, Lord, if I find myself in a place where I'm living comfortable and I have everything at my disposal, but I, I, I am losing you, I am losing my salvation in you, I have to let this go. So be ready at any point to let all go. Let go the vanity, the wealth, the luxury to keep God. But whatever you do, don't forget God. Number three, when you find yourself having enough, please share it with others. Don't be selfish. Praise God. Whatever you find yourself with in life in terms of vanity, don't look down on other people. Don't treat them less than how you want to be treated. Don't, don't treat them as though they're nothing. And your wealth and your vanity means more to you. Don't, because you have all these wealth and, and all these assets, don't act as though those who don't have it is less than you. Don't do that. Share with those who are in need. Those who cannot help themselves, help them. Because great is your reward in heaven if you do so. And number four, you will not be remembered for, for your wealth. But is how you treat others you will be remembered for. If you go to funerals, you never hear persons talk about what persons have. They never talk about they have 10 hosts and Paul Brown had 10 hosts or Mary, um, Sarah had 10 hosts and 10 cars and 10 wives and you never hear they talk about these things. But... They always talked about their achievements and their, that is their personal achievements, whether it be education, so on and so forth, and the impact they made on others' life. You will not be remembered for your vanity. You will not be remembered for how you look. Don't think because you have a lighter skin complexion and you have a different kind of texture here and maybe you have this kind of face um, 
face physique and you are better than others because you have the right body, you're better than others. No, you will not be remembered for that. You will be remembered for how you treat others. So take these with you today. And I, I hope that this lesson today will open your eyes, those who are on the side of having, to understand that it is all vanity. And without Christ in the vessel, except the Lord build the house, you're building in vain. Except Christ be the foundation of all that you have, you are building in vain. And also for those who are on the side of lacking or have not, I hope you take with you today this truth. Praise God. And the truth is this, that it is good to have enough and it's good to live a stable lifestyle but it is all vanity without the Lord and it's best you seek the Lord first because in the end vanity vanity say the preacher all is vanity glory to the most high God and so let us hear the conclusion of the whole matter today. And the conclusion out of all that I have said is this. Fear God and keep his commandments. Hallelujah. But this is the whole duty of man. Because at the end of all that you have or you don't have, our God will bring everything into judgment we all will be judged. Every secret thing will come to light, whether it is good or whether it be evil. Don't get wary of helping others and doing good. You might say they don't appreciate it. That's fine because nothing is in secret with God. The scripture here says he will bring it into judgment. And if it is good with the right motives, you will receive your reward. And if it is evil, you will receive your reward. May the good Lord bless your hearts today as you would take heed to this teaching on the topic vanity. For those of you that are not yet saved, I pray this message impact your heart that you will do what is most important for all of us and that is accepting the Lord Jesus Christ of Nazareth as your Savior. How can you do this, you may ask. First, you must examine your heart, yourself, your life, how you're living. Is God pleased with who you are? Is God pleased with your lifestyle? Your lifestyle? If not, it's time to repent. Ask Him to forgive your sins. Recognize that you need grace you need salvation recognize that all that you are and all that you have is not going to save your souls and ask the Lord to come into your heart the Bible said confess in your confess from your mouth and believe in your heart that God raised Jesus from the dead and you shall be saved so it starts with repentance and confession once you do these things in the right time the Lord will save you.
when that time comes, you will know. You will feel him pulling you towards him. And also, it doesn't mean that you say this prayer and then you carry on as nothing happened. From that prayer, you ought to seek the Lord. You ought to continue to ask him, Lord, please save me every day. Lord, please don't let me die in my sins. Save me. I believe the Lord that he's going to do that for you. He did it for me and he'll do it for you. And then what the Lord will do is he will lead you to the truth, which is, which is being baptized in his name. You must be baptized in Jesus Christ's name. Acts 2.38 says, Repent and be baptized in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ for your sins, and you shall receive the gift of the Holy Spirit. And so once you're baptized in Jesus Christ's name, you will be filled with the Holy Spirit. You will know when you're filled with the Holy Spirit. All things will be new. Praise God. You will see things different and you will operate different as the Holy Spirit teach you and groom you in righteousness unto our God. So I pray to the Lord for you today that you will make this decision before the time is too late. Let us pray. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Father, we thank you today for your word and we thank you for all that was said today. Lord, we appreciate moments like this where we can simple just dissect the word. Lord, without killing up ourselves, we can just simply just go through the word and and, and listen and learn from what your spirit has to say. And Lord, as we would hear this word today, all of us, including myself, help us, Lord, that these words will be sown in our hearts today. I pray for good soil and good hearts and good grounds today that these words can penetrate and bring forth fruits in our lives. Father, we're asking you that you'll help us to have this wisdom, to understand it, that all is vanity and vexation of spirit and that it boils down to salvation and how we treat each other. Lord, help us that we will do what is right in your sight. Help us to take heed to this warning. Help us, God, to put down pride and self and dear God, that we will honor you with our lives, with our wealth. Oh Lord, that we will help others, that we will love each other, and that we'll humble ourselves before you. Thank you, oh God, for what you are doing in our lives today. Thank you for this word. Thank you for your people that is listening this word today. May you anoint this word. Hallelujah. That as it go forth, it will accomplish all that is sent forth to accomplish. In the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, I pray, we pray, amen. Praise God. This is where we come to an end of today's episode. And I trust the Lord that you are impacted in a good and blessed way. Remember, please share these episodes with your friends and your family to be a blessing to others. Amen. 
Until next time, my podcast listeners, it is the love of God for me as he continue to shine his face down upon us and bless us and keep us in all our ways. May God bless you in Jesus' name.